welcome to another chapter of Family Fiction's Christian Fiction Bookshelf Podcast, where we give you a deeper look into your favorite Christian authors and the inspirations, research, and methodology that goes into writing the books you love to read. Here's your host, Jamie Vaughn. Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie Vaughn with Family Fiction's Christian Fiction Bookshelf Podcast. And on today's episode of the Christian Fiction Bookshelf Podcast, we have Leslie Gould. She's here to talk to us about her brand new book called A Brighter Dawn. Hi, Leslie. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Jamie. Good. Now, this Thank is your so much for having me. You are so welcome. <laughs> and it's your first time on Family Fiction, right? Yes, it oh, is. Well, welcome. And I'm excited to be here. <laughs> good. So tell me a little bit about A Brighter Dawn. Hey, A Brighter Dawn is a dual time story. So there's a contemporary thread and a historical thread. And the contemporary thread takes place in 2014. Mm -hmm. And this is like a Mennonite Amish fiction. So it starts with Ivy Zimmerman, who is a college student, ready to just launch her life. She lives in Oregon, and then a horrible tragedy strikes their family. And I'm not giving anything away. Her parents are killed in a horrible car accident and her little sister is driving when it happens. So she has two little sisters and this just launches what's left of the Zimmerman family into quite the ordeal. And they end up in um, Lancaster County with their Amish grandparents whom they've never met before. Their parents were estranged from their grandparents. Um, And as as time goes on, uh, Ivy starts to get the story of their great grandmother, who they never heard about, who went to Germany in the late 1930s and lived with Mennonite relatives there. Mm-hmm. So, as Ivy's story unfolds, the story of her great grandmother unfolds. Okay. Um, and soon Ivy's thinking, I don't think our parents' death was an accident. So, it's a bit of a mystery. A little bit of a romance. The later books are more of a romance. Um, And it's a a mystery in the historical thread, too. So just a lot of, you know, stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, So this is the first in your new series called The Awesome Memories. How Mm -hmm. do they have a link? And how many books are there going to be? Yeah, there are three books in the series. Um, So the next one is This Passing Hour. And the last one is By Evening's Light. Mm -hmm. So each of the books follows one of the contemporary sisters okay. and then a, a relative from the past for the historical thread. And really what mixes them together, here comes my cat, here she comes. <laughs> really what links them all together um, are memories. So the, the title is Amish Memories and it's memories from the past, but memories in the present too. Yeah. And what I really wanna explore and what I did explore is just how, um, those stories of our ancestors and the lives they lived, how they impact us a whole lot more than we realize. Very true. Very true. So you have a theme that kind of runs through this book about temptation to compromise. And how does that affect Ivy? Yeah. So Ivy is somebody who has um, huge FOMO. She just has a fear of missing out. She wants to belong. Um, she doesn't want to be different, which is kind of a challenge for a Mennonite young woman. You know, and it was a challenge for her growing up. Um, and so she really has to make some choices of where she's going to compromise in her life. She's in a relationship with a young man. Mm-hmm. It's not really the best relationship, um, but she wants to belong so badly that she puts up with a lot of stuff that she shouldn't. And what happens in the historical thread 
you know, is, is bigger than what's going on in a 21-year-old's life has to do with the Mennonites in Germany and um, the Nazis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I go through, um, you know, I managed to weave in what was going on in the early 30s in Europe and how Stalin was starving Mennonites in the Ukraine along with them um, in Ukraine along with uh, Jewish people and all you know all sorts of people yeah. but the Mennonites were treated so horribly by Stalin that the Mennonites in Germany and the rest of Europe had a had a real fear of communism but it ended up making them compromise and they ended up supporting Hitler and even after there was pretty solid evidence of how depraved Hitler and the Nazis were. So, so those are just some, some parallel themes um, in the story. Yeah. So what led you to pick Nazi Germany as yeah. part of the story? Well, you know, I'm, I've always been fascinated by World War II. And I've done time slip stories with the Amish set during the Revolutionary War, mm -hmm. during the Civil War, uh, World War One, and World War II before. And it, you know, it's always a huge time of um, just really hard decisions. Um, you know, s some of the, the men in the Anabaptist communities would choose to fight. Others would become conscientious, conscientious objectors. Uh, you know, so there was just a lot going on. Yeah. But for Mennonites in Europe, they had already started fighting during World War I. So by the time World War II came around, they, you know, they were well, they were being conscripted and just were going off to fight. Right. Um, so I'm just fascinated. Uh, my father fought in World War II. My um, husband was in the Army Reserve for 30 years, and he served in Afghanistan um, as a colonel and the commander of a field hospital. And so I'm, and, you know, I'm, I mean, I would love to be a pacifist, you know, but I can't quite get there. But I, I really, really understand that ideology. Yeah. And I'm just fascinated by religious groups and how they respond to war. So, so when I found out that the Mennonites in Germany ended up supporting Hitler, as did all the churches except for the Confessing Church. Mm -hmm. You know, not that all the members of all those churches did, but overall they did. And, you know, they were afraid of communism. They were afraid, you know, Stalin had killed millions of people. Um, but, but when I found out the Mennonites, too, had supported Hitler, I was just fascinated with what what brought them to that point? What what made them give up their non-resistant ways? So, so what type of research did you have to do to dive into this story? Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I read records that I could find online. I have a whole stack of books here, <laughs> you know, just scholarly books that just, you know, really went into, you know, what happened and who all was involved. And lined it all out. So yeah, I, I did a ton of research. And I'm still because I'm so fascinated by the topic, you know, whenever I see a new book that's, out, you know, I still order it. Yeah, and go through it. It's, it's just really, really fascinating. And the the contemporary story is set in 2014. And since then, there have been, um, you know, books written by Mennonites, responses from Mennonite oh, people, okay and you know more addressing you know what happened and really you know warning people don't don't make your decisions based on fear you know over and over jesus said you know do not fear mm -hmm. um and for anyway to make those kind of decisions just yeah. based on fear you know can lead to really bad things so we're looking at that right now so you know completely understand mm -hmm. so why is amish fiction your choice 
Yeah. So I, um, I was always fascinated by the Amish. My husband, you know, I grew, I grew up in the Northwest and it's like, why would I be so interested in the Amish? But my husband grew up in Pennsylvania okay, and he was just fascinated by the Amish and they'd go to Lancaster County all the time. And, and that sort of thing. Um, so, and then when we had been married a, a few years, we took a trip around the U.S. and went to Lancaster County, and I was fascinated. And then all of our children went to a Mennonite preschool. I um, I just started like doing research on the Amish before you know before Amish fiction was really a thing. Um, and I do have some you know Mennonite ancestors in my background and my. Um, uh, grandfather was Swiss and that's where you know the Amish originated was in Switzerland oh. so so some things just felt really familiar to me you know just from all of that so yeah, yeah. when the reader finishes that book gets to the end closes mm-hmm. it what do you want them to take away from reading yeah I want them to take away you know that there's really hope in trusting God with our fears. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the contemporary story, Ivy really has to get beyond her fears to seek justice for her parents. And in the historical story, her great-grandmother, Claire, who ends up taking care of her German Mennonite cousins who are like, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old while she's there. Um, they're twins. They end up being part of a study with... Um, Joseph Mengele, um, which just felt icky to me to bring him into the story. And it kind of turned out to be coincidental because I said it in Frankfurt because there was a Mennonite population around Frankfurt. I'd been to Frankfurt and and I you know, was writing it kind of in the middle of the pandemic. So I um, or started it. So you know, I was like, ah, I probably can't go to Germany right now. But I've been to Frankfurt. Um, and there was an institute there where they they did studies on on twins and yeah. things like that. And then then I discovered that Joseph Mengele was there earlier in his career. Um, so the the great grandmother Claire really has to make some you know brave decisions mm-hmm. to try to protect these cousins. Uh, so yeah, so both Ivy and Claire just you know really have to either you know go against their own convictions or rise to the occasion. And I think we all have those decisions all the time in our lives. Yeah. You know, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Are we, are we going to do what benefits us or what helps other people? You know, are we going to stand up for what's right? Or are we just going to kind of slink away yeah. and, you know, let things fall where they might without our intervention? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, true. So tell us what's next for you. Yeah. So This Passing Hour is the second book in the series, and it's Brenna's story. So she's the sister who was driving the the car when the accident happened that killed their parents. She's very different from Ivy. She has JOMO, joy of missing out. She struggles with depression. Um, You know, she just sees herself as awkward and quirky and just kind of always in survival mode. And um, she meets... uh, a young man who's in one of her college classes and, you know, set in Lancaster County now. And she, um, who needs help? And mm-hmm. she doesn't want to help him. <laughs> you know, why would she want to help him? But, but, you know, things happen and she becomes inspired to help him. Um, and one of the really fun things about this story is that a character is introduced in A Brighter Dawn and his name is Johan. And um, Ivy met him in Ukraine when she went there on a mission trip. 
So uh, he he ends up meeting the girls in Germany, and then he he becomes a pretty big part of the second story, this passing hour. Okay. Uh, so that so that's fun. And then as I was writing a brighter dawn, like at the end of a brighter dawn, and this isn't giving anything away. Russia has just invaded Crimea, and he's going off. You know, he's being conscripted into the uh, army. And then just as I was finishing the story, Russia, you know, totally invaded Ukraine. Uh, so there's there's just a lot of you know, like history repeating itself yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in the story. Yeah. But I just. To get back to this passing hour, the historical thread takes place on the family farm in Lancaster County, and German POWs come to work on the farm. Uh, So Martha is the the main character. She's Claire's sister in the historical thread. And um, she... She's kind of in charge of the farm, and she has to deal with these POWs, and there's a German spy in the area and their mother's German. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's just a lot, you know, going on. Like, can she trust her mother around yeah. these, you know, POWs? Because there have been a lot of, there's been a lot of, you know, spy activity mm-hmm. in the area as there was. So it was just another super fun story to research. And it, again, you know, just really, really good resources out there. Good. Well, I'm really excited to see what happens. <laughs> all of Thank these you. Yeah, everyone go to your local Christian bookstore and purchase A Brighter Dawn by Bethany House and Leslie. And if you don't have a Christian bookstore near you, just make sure you get it wherever you get your books and it's out now. Also, make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss another chapter. Thanks for listening to Family Fiction's Christian Fiction Bookshelf Podcast. Stay up to date on all things Christian fiction at familyfiction.com. Christian Fiction Bookshelf is produced by Ross Kluver, hosted by Jamie Vaughn, and edited by Brandon Woolham. Subscribe today wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss a chapter.